Gary Oldman's really carrying the torch. So then when Van Helsing came along, they're like, how are we going to do this? And it kind of came up with this like rock and roll Dracula in my eyes. Yeah. You know, kind of my chemical romance <laughs> badass. Oh my gosh, this is so Black Parade. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Spencer Williams. What's up, Elizabeth? Oh, you know, just living life. <laughs> Starting to kind of figure out what I might do for Halloween. Okay, I actually have a uh, piece one to my costume. Oh, really? Yeah. What I'm is not it? Gonna, I'm not going to tell you this year. I'm we, not even going to we see you at Halloween unless you decide to come visit me right but last year you kept your costume a secret till the very end when yeah. you literally were in my house i blew it in like august so i'm not <laughs> doing that this year mm, okay okay <laughs> and well. now that i'm saying it i'm like gosh this is gonna be hard to keep a secret but yeah mm. no guesses nothing i'm not giving you anything okay <laughs> Well, anyway, my I, I'll actually tell you what I think I'm going to do. Oh, okay. We're flipping the tables. Because I thought about it during my interview with Danny Glicker. Oh. There's this phenomenal costume at the end of Angeline. And I was, I said, I was like, you know, I kind of feel like I want to do this for Halloween. <laughs> the Earth Girls are easy scene? No, it's <laughs> at the very end. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. I haven't finished the show, but I'm, now I'm going to watch it. It's a great, it's such like a sci-fi throwback to like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's like alien queen Barbie, but Angeline. Right. <laughs> and it's amazing. And I like <laughs> want it. Uh, well, I'm so glad we're talking about Halloween. It means that yeah. it is September. Um, hopefully it's not as hot anymore. And that means Halloween's around the corner and we could just put summer behind us. I'm over it. I'm not over summer. You know me. I'm a <laughs> summer girl. But spooky season is one of is like my second favorite season. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're excited because spooky season's on the way, but we're not ready to jump into full spooky season. So we're kind of doing no. our soft spooky season, a yeah, triple S. The soft launch of spooky season. Yeah. We're going to give you our spooky classics that you would never show at a Halloween party because no, people no, no. would question your choices. <laughs> people would rightfully question your choices if you showed the majority of these films at a Halloween party. Yeah. Spencer, on the probably tippity top of the list of what people would question if you showed this at a Halloween party what did we watch this week <laughs> this week we watched one of my all-time favorite films and no one's gonna ever talk me away from it van helsing starring hugh jackman and kate beckinsale <laughs> i love this movie too i even 
I because this is like childhood nostalgia. I remember this growing up, and I remember even as a kid recognizing that this is not a particularly good movie, but loving it because it's fun. <laughs> Because yeah. you have fun watching it. Because it brings you joy. <laughs> I don't even know if I can relate. I feel like I always <laughs> thought this was a impeccable movie. I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> I, You know what I'm saying, Spencer. It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. That's part of what makes it incredible. It's definitely but it's, cheesy. Um, yeah. But it really has like some strong moments in it. So it has a lot know. of strong moments and a lot of strong costumes, Spencer. Why don't you start us off with a summary? Will do. The famed monster hunter Van Helsing is sent to Transylvania to stop Count Dracula, who is using Dr. Frankenstein's research and a werewolf for, shall we say, nefarious purposes. Very. And that is Van Helsing. That is Van Helsing. Very <laughs> nefarious. Uh, if you haven't seen Van Helsing, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, your, come on. Your childhood missed something. Um, yeah, what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Honestly, you should all have a VHS and a DVD and a Blu-ray of this. <laughs> so either way, you should have it. So Yeah. Pull it out, dust it out. It's time to watch Van Helsing. Now that you've dusted off your VHS and watched Van Helsing, <laughs> let's go behind the wardrobe. Wait, before you, we go behind the wardrobe, though, re, don't forget to rewind your your VHS. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. You don't want to spoil no. it before you even... Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Rewind. Re also, I bet you there's some bomb trailers at the beginning of that VHS. I bet there are. <laughs> that is one thing we miss with like some of this streaming is like good trailers at the beginning of movies yeah. but then you look back at old movies now and you see like old trailers they're like ooh, <laughs> yeah so some i'm like ooh, ooh, yeah. not great um but now let's go behind the wardrobe we have director stefan somers and costume designers gabriella pescucci and carlo pagoli uh, you will know Gabriella from The Adventures of Baron Munchon. We're going to go with that. She got her first Oscar nomination <laughs> for that one. You actually might not know her from that one, but I put it in there because Oscar nomination. We'll have to check it out. Okay. Uh, the Age of Innocence, her first Oscar win, The Scarlet Letter, Dangerous Beauty, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one with uh, Johnny Depp, another Oscar nomination. The Brothers Grimm, which is another fabulous movie that I need to watch. Um, I've seen it, but I need to rewatch it because it's just been a That's long a time. It's a great movie. Uh, Beowulf, Agora, The Borgia TV Show from 2011 to 2013, and our favorite show, Penny Dreadful, 2014 brilliant. to 16. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Actually, Gabriella was one of the first costume designers I ever featured on the Art of Costume was for her work on Penny Dreadful. Fun fact. Yes. Oh, that's I can't get enough of that. I I'm about to rewatch that show and I'm so excited. Like I can't. Yeah, it's, it's a good I one. I cannot wait. Also, did not know that there is a The Scarlet Letter movie. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to have to watch that. There's at least one. There might be multiple adaptations, but I forgot to put the year yeah. in there. Well, um, sounds like another VHS I got to look for. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you will know Carlo from The Brothers Grimm, Doom, The Right, Divergent, Tut, The Young Pope, and The New Pope. You might just know him from those last two if you are me and watch random <laughs> HBO shows. But hey, they're two very, very strange, but very, very good shows. You should check them out. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> because this movie came out in 2004, uh, shocker, shocker, really not a lot of behind the wardrobe facts. Um, so I have a few in the episode. However, this kind of blew my mind and some of the like behind the features Gabriella says this is her first time working with special effects. Wow. Which is just so wild because it's like, oh, yeah, well, before that, special effects were like very few and far in between. So, and this movie is a trip too. Yeah. So, those special effects must have been a little bit hard to handle at first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, but everybody, we are going to take, oh, Spencer, <laughs> what is this? Before we take a break, remember last week when we talked, to, I brought up my Van Helsing dollhouse. Oh my gosh, is this why you went to your mother's house this weekend? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I don't think I have it anymore. But I found pictures on the Google machine. And just oh look how goodness. cool this little Castle Dracula place that was. I probably was too big to have one, honestly. And I now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, it was not very big. No. So it's not really a castle. So I don't know what you do with it. But like there's a little window that broke <laughs> and you could throw Hugh Jackman out of it. <laughs> I love this. Oh, my gosh. Oh my uh, I miss it. Walk two on feet the tall. walls. <laughs> Breakaway windows. Fly in. Oh, uh, my gosh. Two feet tall is not quite big. <laughs> I don't know why that's an achievement. Uh, who huh. knows? I didn't, I didn't know they could walk on the walls. I feel kind of sad now. I didn't know that. You missed, you well, missed out on some stuff, Spencer. Yeah, now I really need to take a break so I could go have a quick, quick cry. Oh, okay, well, everybody go <laughs> cry. Mourn your childhood toys <laughs> that you did not take full advantage of when you had them. <laughs> also go get like get, this is like a good movie to have a hot toddy with go get one of those <laughs> and we'll be right back <laughs> Hi, this is Dan, audio engineer of the Blogcast. Just wanted to let you know that if you'd like to support the show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash theartofcostume. There we post unheard bloopers, highlights, and bonus episodes just for our patrons. Make sure to check out the description for all of our links. And thank you for all of your support. Spencer, 
Tyler, are you ready to talk about my favorite fictional villain of all time? I think so. I, I'm kind of realizing now that my entire life has been leading up to this moment, it seems. So I'm ready to go. Apparently, apparently I'm learning this too. <laughs> but we have Richard Roxburgh as Count Vatislav Dracula. Oh my, this Dracula is <laughs> fine. <laughs> he is a fine Dracula, well put together, well dressed, none of that like old nonsense. Yeah, great accent, nice hair, nice skin, Fantastic great outfit, boots. nice boots. Those are some really love the boots. Like, what are those? Are those Balenciagas or you know? maybe? <laughs> they're, they're like just like those like old timey boots that were like made like crafted onto his foot by hand. Yeah. It's probably someone who's like a hundred years old and has made 2 million pairs of shoes. So of course they're perfect. (laughs) All jokes aside though, I really love Dracula's costume because to me, this is, you know, kind of a different iteration of Dracula. I would think at this point, Gary Oldman's really carrying the torch. So then when Mm -hmm. Van Helsing came along, they're like, how are we going to do this? And it kind of came up with this like rock and roll Dracula in my eyes. Yeah. You know, kind of my chemical romancy <laughs> badass. Oh my gosh, this is so Black Parade. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't even know the time frame of that, but it makes sense. So. Yeah. Well, because this is like late or what was this taking place in like the late 1700s? Or sometime in the 1800s, I think. Something like that. They have a date at some point on the screen, but in reality, it really doesn't matter. Right. Um, but yeah. He would he, wear this anyways. He would wear this whenever. But is it is this just like fantastic military jacket? Like everything's in black. And it just like it makes him look so cool. And you're right. This is definitely just like the rock and roll version of Dracula and Van Helsing. Yeah, which and, makes it wild, but like perfect. <laughs> yeah, smooth and like you know, Dracula's supposed to be kind of alluring too. Mm-hmm. So like you know, we see him throughout the film, like at the ball or just even talking. You're like, I don't know, he's kind of a smooth guy. I wouldn't mind yeah. getting coffee with him. You're you know? like not surprised <laughs> that he has three brides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Speaking of his brides, <sighs> I was obsessed with them. Yeah. How could you not be? They are stunning. I tried multiple times to convince people to dress up with me to like be the brides of Dracula. No one ever <laughs> took me up on this, but I tried. It's ridiculous how beautiful they are. It's It kind of makes me sick. They're stunning, and their costumes are so detailed, yes. beautiful, intricate, gorgeous, show-stopping. Just I'm running out of you know adjectives, but all the adjectives. All the adjectives, and they reminded me of some of our other favorite brides, Spencer. The brides from Bran Stoker's Dracula. Oh my gosh, when you showed me this picture earlier, I kind of thought that was them. That's yeah. so weird. No, this they I'm like, she must have taken inspiration from that film because it's almost like a neon version. Right. <laughs> of Bram Stoker's Dracula, what she did for the bride. It's an electric retelling of the Van Helsing story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh 
we have all the lovely brides. Um, it makes sense, though, if she did kind of borrow from the idea of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because when I think of Dracula's brides, they are going to be wearing like long, flowy gowns. Kind of like, not ancient, but definitely older garments, fabrics, but still looks really put together. Lots of tradition and culture in it. So I get it. They just look stunning. I love them too. I love, they're all kind of like Eastern European influence, but like zero specificity. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like zero specifics as to where they're from, when or where they're from. Right. My favorite bride was the one that looked like Cher with the long brown hair. I was like, oh, she's hot. But when the other bride, I shouldn't say brides, they're not brides, they're wives. When the other wife showed up in those pants, though, I like I like a good pants number. Yes. Yes. I'm like, oh, does she like go like travel in time and take some inspiration? inspiration from jasmine like (laughs) that's what those pants remind me of yeah no i love these and they're just so like the brides are really just there to look pretty and i feel like um gabriella was like oh okay we'll just make them pretty then yeah easy (laughs) uh what wasn't so pretty was when the brides would turn into their vampire bat forms (laughs) so which by the way still hot interesting you say that (laughs) for the bride's bat form they wanted to create something that was both beautiful and gruesome (laughs) and they ended up using a combination of uh blue screen motion capture and visual effects to create their bodies and then makeup and prosthetics for the actor's face and hair. So it's like, cause I'm like these, it's early 2000s special effects. Like it's not great, but there is something just like weirdly, like still very real about them. And I think it's because they use their faces. Right. (laughs) It's really interesting though. Like thinking back, I never once watched this movie and was like you know the visual effects to the suck like to me it always felt like really like ahead of its time i don't know if i'd be dramatic but to me always just felt really cool i always i always felt it with um the dr jekyll and mr hyde yeah he does have a he does have a weak moment yeah but i never thought that about the brides Mm -hmm. like when i stumbled upon like the behind the scenes of the visual effects i was like oh this is really interesting Or when Dracula turns into his vampire form, too. I always yes. thought that was pretty smooth. That was so cool. The The werewolves are really cool, too. Um, yeah. Speaking of werewolves. Speaking of werewolves, we have the titular character, Van Helsing, played by our one of my favorite actors, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, what, he was the perfect person to play this role. Right. And if you were to say, like, we need a Van Helsing type, I would never really think of him. So this casting, mm-hmm. to me, feels kind of risky. And it was a risk paid off because he kills this role. I mean, to me, this Hugh Jackman is super badass. This Hugh Jackman is super badass. And I'm really kind of upset they didn't make more Van Helsing movies <laughs> <laughs> with him just, like, murdering monsters. Right. But I love he just has this must be the 1800s where they're placing this just like I the leather so. the leather duster the cable knit his just like 
gen- he he has the appearance of someone who doesn't care, but it looks so good. Yeah, it's very rugged. And I also love how um, the costume designer like really let the clothing get dirty, too. It's covered in mud. You know, he's been wrestling with <laughs> Dracula's wives the whole time. So mm-hmm. he's always covered in dirt. I always loved his cool mask and hat, too. Yeah. Like he, he knows how to accessorize Mr. Van Helsing. Mr. Van Helsing does know how to accessorize. And I I love his his mask with the little because it's like this eye with like a sunburst coming out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, just kind of like reminds me of the Illuminati or something. Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> Which he basically does work for. Right. Because <laughs> he works for this secret organization. Yeah. And another reason I wish there had been more movies is they like don't fully explain who Van Helsing actually is. And I think he's supposed to be the angel Gabriel. Yeah, like, I think s- that's, they say that. Do they? Yeah. That's, it's they like not. Him, Dracula says Gabriel. <laughs> like a yeah. hundred times. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know, I know Dracula basically t- tells him who he is, but I'm like, there was no like closure with that part of the storyline. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then he would have, if he's an angel, he should have a bunch of cool powers that he could explore in other movies. Yeah, but he had a real cool crossbow, which I thought. Yeah. yeah. He's like the James Bond of monster hunting. Yeah. <laughs> monster hunting has not been the same since, honestly. No, no, it hasn't. Uh, but he also has some friends to help him along the way. We have. The Friar Carl, <laughs> played by David Wenham, which he's the per- most perfect part of this movie, I think. <laughs> A.K.A. our boy Faramir from The Lord Faramir! of the Rings. I always forget this is him. It's one of those things where you start watching yeah. the film and you're like, is that Faramir? Because I always think of you know David being so like proper and put together. And this character is like... A hot mess, you know? <laughs> so yeah. It's just really funny. <laughs> but he does such a great job. He does such a great job. Uh, also, who does a great job is Cheryl Hensley, who plays Frankenstein's monster. And for Frankenstein's monster, the director really wanted to keep the iconic neck bolts, the flat head of, you know, the Frankenstein monster from, like, the Universal horror films but he also wanted the character to keep the actor's facial features. So in the behind the scenes, they kind of talk about how they built, they didn't build like around his head, his face. They built from his face and like back and up so that it kept like a sense of being natural. And then they just kind of like went crazy with the rest of it. Um, (laughs) One of the concept artists say they took a lot of inspiration from the 2000 Leagues Under the Sea ship, the Nautilus. Oh. Was a huge inspiration for Frankenstein. Which now that I'm looking at it, yeah, that's right right on. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I loved his costume. Loved uh, the Friars costumes also. I love the fabrics and the textiles. All works really beautifully. Gabriella really knows how to work with fabrics and textiles. Um, and that also goes into Dracula's little helpers are running around <laughs> the castle. These 
<laughs> I was so freaked out when I s watched this movie again because I had forgotten about them. And I was like, what are these little shadows like crawling all over the place? Very scary. And you unmask one of them and you see their horrifying face. And I have a little bit of a story for you, Elizabeth. Do tell. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I love Van Helsing, but I also hate being scared. You know this. If you remember, you, you and I, <laughs> I hate being scared in real life. Like I could watch scary movies all day long, you know, play mm -hmm. scary games, whatnot, scary books, podcasts, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to real life, though, I, <laughs> I like super jumpy. <laughs> so um, you and I went on that Walking Dead ride at Universal Studios where you walk around and zombies poke out. Yeah. And, and I just attached myself to a visha and closed my eyes. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone just kind of watched as I was basically on the verge of tears the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before it was Walking Dead, it was Dracula's castle way what? back in the day. Yeah, it was no. a long time ago. And my mom was like, oh, you like Van Helsing so much. Well, you're going to go on the ride. And I was like, no way, mom. I was little. Mm -mm. <laughs> my best friend came and my mom was like, you're going to do it. Stop being a punk. We go on the ride. <laughs> And, like, it was cool, but it was very scary. And there was, like, dark corners where, like, giant fuzzy werewolf claws would come out of the shadows and try to paw at you. What I didn't know is that they, like, hired actors to play Dracula's servants, those masked things. And I was, like, I was already crying. <laughs> no. And then I walk around a corner and one of those little servants runs by me and, like, literally kind of, like, nudges the side of my body. <laughs> broke into like full on screen <laughs> crying. I was not okay. I was so scared. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's I made so... it to the end, but I was not, okay. I was changed after that. I was a changed person. I'm sure. That's probably when I broke in life, you know? Probably. Probably. <laughs> that's so fun. I don't think my, I don't think my mom would have let me go on that even if I wanted to. That's oh. like, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to realize we were raised very differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it's on YouTube somewhere? Like the actual ride. Anyways. Oh my gosh. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, what I also loved to see is we have Anna played Ooh. by Kate Beckinsale. <sighs> the queen. The absolute scary monster movie queen. Gabriella talked about Anna a little bit in the special feature saying that her character is so daring and sexy in a way that she felt it freed them from the period. Because let's be real, this is not a period appropriate no. <laughs> costume in any way, shape or form. Um, I do love it, though, because we have that like Eastern European kind of like embroidery that we just saw in midsummer right <laughs> i like it too like it's really badass but you could tell like this isn't practical she's wearing this really tight like steampunk corset almost do you know when you're like oh yeah like, i would want to rip that off if you're fighting dracula's wives the way she is you can't breathe you can't breathe in that but her fabric choices though are like super stellar i love so many different uses of red in her costume is so attractive, so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I also love her coats, the fur trimmed one, like oh yeah, perfect. Um, 
uh, in the behind the scenes about her kind of, you know, ridiculous outfit that she's wearing. Uh, Kate Beckinsale said in the behind the scenes, you know, they're not necessarily entirely practical because I had to do a lot of running around and ra in rather high spindly heels and corsets and swim in a massive ball gown and all that stuff. <laughs> so I always think of if a woman gets through an action movie, she's way tougher than the boys are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this quote's actually saying? She's like, this is some bullshit. I had to run around yeah. in a corset and y'all were crying <laughs> on set. I don't know if she was in love with this look. <laughs> I don't know. If she. I doubt she was in love with this look. Uh, she. I mean, she talked a lot in the special features that like she did like the look, but I don't think she enjoyed acting right. <laughs> in the look. Um, I love Kate Beckinsale and I feel like her career is having a resurgence right now. Yeah. And I'm like, you deserve that. Cause I feel like people didn't really, after all like the underworld movies and this, I feel like she wasn't taken super seriously as an actress. Cause I feel like she just kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. You're talking to someone who's never seen an underworld movie, but I agree with you. Oof. They're so good. They're so good. Uh, I love... Oh, that's a conversation for another time. Um, but I do love the Underworld movies. I've seen all but the last one. But yeah, her character is so cool. And so in high school, I was obsessed with black thigh-high suede boots. Like high-heel boots that look exactly like this. And I had no idea why but when i was watching it the other day i was like i think oh. this is why i was obsessed with thigh yeah. high <laughs> ding 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 because <laughs> i wanted to be kate beckinsale <laughs> <laughs> i had this kate beckinsale doll with my little dracula castle too uh, lucky yeah well it's i bet they had a barbie i wish i'd had that probably I did. anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway spencer we're going to take a little break, but when we get back, are you ready for our favorite movie activity? Are you talking about a ball? Talking about a ball, Spencer. <laughs> yes. Everybody put your dancing shoes on. Hello, Blogcast listeners. It's Elizabeth Joy Glass, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume Blogcast. If you're like me, you love to show your support with a comfy tee or tote bag. Well, now you're in luck and can show your support for the show and grab some sweet merch by heading over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome tea Public merch with the Blogcast logo, such as a shirt, sticker, tote bag, and a baby onesie for all your little costume mavens in the making. Thank you for all your support and head over to the Art of Costume slash pod store for all our great merch. Elizabeth, this ball. This vampire ball. Oh my goodness. Uh, how is this film not nominated for an Oscar in costume design? This ball is insane. Um, 
Right? Because the Academy's snobby. Um, <laughs> I, just from the very first view of the singer in this black and silver ensemble to every single person you see in the crowd. It's just, it's wild. Yeah. It's beautiful to the orchestra on the back. Then you have, um, Faramir running around in a jester uniform. Van Helsink even looks all nice and done up. Mm-hmm. Like this is so many costumes and this is definitely like an underrated costume moment in film uh there's Absolutely. just so much good stuff so much good stuff especially kate beckinsale's red dress spencer <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have the return of the red dress we haven't had a red dress in a while we haven't we went too hard in season one and season two was like we're done with the red dresses yeah but <laughs> kate beckinsale's not um I love this look so much. It's like, cause I love that they take like the red from all her jackets and put it, just put it all in this ball gown. Yeah. And it's just like also funny. Cause he's like, Hey, look what you could have if you're my bride. I know. Which by the way would work on me. Cause at this point I'm sold. Yeah. Where do I sign? Yeah. But what I love about the scene is that Anna's wearing this bright red gown And she's in a room full of vampires where their colors are mostly like blacks and golds and silvers. So to me, this is just saying like she's just this blood that everyone's, you know, smelling at this moment, dancing around a ballroom because she looks at the mirror and she's the only person in the crowd that's not a vampire. So I love that choice of color. I think it's really brilliant. Uh, Me too. Me too. I also love how... They didn't change Dracula's outfit. They just gave him this incredible cloak. (laughs) (laughs) Which works, by the way. (laughs) It works. It works. And I love when you see it up close. It's all these different fabrics and textures. And he's just like, yeah, I'm Dracula. Oh, he's he knows how to party. Wow. Look at the detail on that red dress. It is stunning. Beautiful. It is so beautiful. I think i found these on like an auction website um (laughs) yeah it's really beautiful the use of color was just so deliberate in this scene Mm -hmm. and this film deserves more credit i just can't say it enough it's such a good movie the costumes are out of this world costumes are out of this world it is an out of this world movie and i just like watching the end of this i was really just like "Mm, i wish there were more (laughs) i love the last fight between dracula and van helsing when they're battling you know vampire versus werewolf that's a really good monster fight scene it is it is this is just just has a lot of good fight scenes in it yeah uh well i'm so glad we talked about this but i'm even more excited to play our favorite game elizabeth what about you i am so ready spencer hit it daniel The one costume to rule them all. All right, Elizabeth, I think I've made my choice. It's kind of, I don't know if it's what you expect, because I love all of Anna's looks. I especially love the vampire bride looks. But I have to go with just a typical Dracula costume that he wears throughout (laughs) the film. This man is just rock and roll badass goth vibes he knows he's at the top of the vampire uh, 
team. <laughs> and he just knows it and he rocks it and he just has such a Dracula swag to him. And his costume to me just really spells that out for an audience when they come in. So I love that costume. Good choice, Spencer. Good choice. Although I have to say the one costume to rule them all in this film is Hugh Jackman's. <laughs> the hat, the leather duster, the cool mask. It's like, I feel like this created my like childhood idea of what a monster hunter looked like. And like, what can beat that? That's true. It did really create a silhouette that like really kind of spelled out the narrative for what monster hunters look like. So actually, when you say that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying Count Dracula looked real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, and it's kind of like that whole outfit's kind of why like we love this movie. It's like it's like it's just so cool, but also goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's it's this weird like 2000s genre of doing a like monster action movie that was made purely to have like good fight scenes and look really cool. Cause it's like, you know, you have brothers Grimm, you have Hansel and Gretel. Like there were a whole bunch of movies like this at the time. And I feel like they've kind of died out and I miss them. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Um, Stardust is not too far from this point either. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and Van Helsing suit had all these tools on it. Remember those little like, spinny saw things he had and just so many gadgets on it so i see what you're saying it's a very good one it is an excellent choice and if you want to tell me why i'm right (laughs) you can call our voicemail box and leave us a little message at 626-515-1826 spencer what are we watching next week? Well, I'm pleased to say that our soft spooky season gets even softer next week. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> With a spooky classic that takes place on Spooky Island, I should say. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, we are watching. <laughs> I can't believe we're actually doing this episode. <laughs> we're doing the 2002 film, a classic Scooby-Doo. <laughs> we are watching Scooby-Doo. If you haven't seen Scooby Doo. What's wrong Go with watch you? It. Go watch it. I think it turns 20 this year. Go watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's why we picked it. It's having an anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. right. We're not right, just right. doing this because we're big Scooby Doo fans, which we are. What? Yeah. You definitely. This was his choice <laughs> for Finer Things Club when it was his birthday. So <laughs> you all just keep that in mind. Uh. Um, Keep that in mind. Yeah, 20 years. Keep that in mind, everybody. If you want content from us in between episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod, on TikTok at The Art of Costume. If you want to hear our beautiful voices and extra time every single month, you can become our patron at the... You can become our patron at patreon.com slash The Art of Costume. If you want a nice little like cozy sweatshirt to get you into spooky season, you can get a the Articost you can go to the Articostume.com slash pod store, get some merch. And if you really love this episode, 
please, please leave us a little five-star text review on Apple Podcast and or Spotify. It really, really helps us out. Thank you all so much for listening. Keep your windows locked. And if you see any vampire babies flying around in the sky, (laughs) just go to bed. They won't bother you. Yeah. Close your windows, put the blinds down, and go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. Or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. Okay. And three, two, one, step. Oh, let me. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying when I started to share my slides. I had to like reopen the share twice because it wasn't picking up my Google Chrome. Oh no. <laughs> Window. It was so embarrassing, Spencer. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> At least you didn't have the thing when I interviewed. Megan Casper like the first time and my mic just decided it was not going to carry on with the rest of the interview. <laughs> that show was embarrassing. Oh. Yeah. No, I was so nervous about the whole recording. Oh my gosh. You, I'm and sure it, like, you did amazing. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. Well, uh, that, um, but no, just the actual like digital recording just not existing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I mean, like, I'm sure I fucked something up. Like, no, I mean, it was on a Zoom account. I could show you next time. But. No, I trust you. That was, I was just like this. I was like, I did something wrong. <laughs> uh, gosh, uh, I look like such a mess today. All right, here we go.